Therapy equals sexy. Therapy is sexy. This is a t-shirt that I'm wearing, right? I like that. You know, I wore this t-shirt just for you because what do you do for a living? Well, you know, you know, I help people with their healing. You know what? But I like that therapy. You, you're gonna give me one of those. Brothers? I can get you one. Yeah, I will. I'll get you one. It is sexy. Yeah, it is sexy. It is sexy to do your own work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm ready to get into this podcast. But before we get into the podcast, man, it always feels sexy. But it's sexy. But do you? It, it does not always feel sexy. <laughs> but this is what I gotta tell you before we get into this podcast. I'm gonna need you to put your mouth in front of the microphone and not beside it. Amen. All right, let's get into it. Hey, Miranda J here, your favorite brand strategist. I'm here for you, the entrepreneur and creative. I want to help you clear the clutter in your brain and build a brand you love. Let's take your dreams from a hobby to an actual business. Welcome to A Lot of Like, the podcast. Hello, listen, I have missed you guys. Hey, Miranda Joyner here. I am your favorite brand strategist. Back with you, the entrepreneur in this podcast, a lot of like, welcome. It's all about helping you connect, share, and grow as an entrepreneur. All your struggles, all your troubles, all that good jazz. Listen, we're coming. It it feels like a little bit, even though we are still on lockdown in our homes, it feels like we're kind of moving around the curve of getting back to getting out and about. Um, The government, of course, has been pushing us to go out and about, but the numbers are still um, alarming, still concerning, and we're moving carefully as we're trying to navigate through this thing. So I hope you are safe out there. I hope you are not only washing your hands, but washing your feet, your behind, your mouth. Wash it all, okay? Just wash from the top to the bottom. And if you're anything like my guest today, you walking around (laughs) with an industrial mask. (laughs) And... (laughs) Hand sanitizer in a Ziploc bag and <laughs> just got all wipes, wipes, scarves, just, just got all the arsenal, you know, in they in they in they Louis Vuitton. You know what I'm saying? You understand? You understand? Okay, all right. <laughs> but before we get into this podcast and I tell you about the amazing being that is sitting across from me and the great, great episode we're gonna have for you today. Listen, I'm so excited for you to hear this episode. It is gonna be so beneficial for you. Listen. Turn it on, sit back, relax, get you some candles, you know what I'm saying? And just, you know, if you smoke weed, whatever you do to relax. I'm not saying she does that, but I'm trying to tell you. She going to put you in that space, all right? But I would like to tell you that A Lot of Like is recorded at MWB Studios in downtown Jackson before we get into it. That's right, downtown Jackson, Mississippi. If you are interested in taking your creative audio or your video project to the next level or even beyond that, this is the spot for you. Reach out and see what the content creators right here at MWB Studios have to offer. You can visit them and check out more about these great people here who are allowing me to do this podcast here at MWB wb.com forward slash studios. All right. All right. Now that we got that out the way, let's get into this episode. Dr. Payne. What's happening? Dr. Payne. <laughs> Dr. Payne. You know, I started to, you know, the, the correct and the 
professional thing to do is to ask your guests for a bio and to read their bio to introduce them. But I decided that I wanted to talk about how I feel about you personally, and then I'm going to make you give us your accolades because I feel like people who are amazing have such a problem with tooting their own horn that I want to be the encourager to encourage people on how to talk about themselves in a way that they absolutely should. That's right. This is a lesson for you. I'm, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. <laughs> But let me tell you how I met this amazing spirit. I attended a conference um, a, a little while back, and it was a conference that was, I can't even remember what type of conference it was. I believe it was for women, uh, maybe business owners or entrepreneurs. I honestly can't remember. Uh, and at the conference, Dr. Payne was one of the uh, presenters. And during her session, when I first walked in, first of all, there was an area that had the chairs in, in the circle and like the circle of trust, the circle of love. I was like, what is that over there? Okay. That's going to be a situation. <laughs> and so I went and sat down. And as the conference went on, it was time for her session. And we were instructed to, I believe, I feel like we were instructed to, like, leave our cell phones and all of our stuff. Um, I think some people came. I think my purse was on the floor. But I put all my stuff away. And we were just encouraged to sit in the circle, sister to sister, shoulder to shoulder, and to be present. And when this lady started talking, I thought, ooh, she different. <laughs> you know, her spirit was different. Her energy was different. And, you know, I know her so many things, of course, from the conference, being an author and a therapist. And, you know, she was introduced as being connected to Ayanna Van Zandt. But the, just the presence that she carried within herself, it just ushered in so much. I instantly felt connected to her. And by chance, it happened that the same thing. She felt connected to me when we started having conversations. And we just became really good friends instantly there are some people that you meet in life that you just instantly click with and that doesn't happen often for me and she was absolutely one of those people um her spirit is amazing she's all about uplifting and about love and without further ado i want to introduce you guys to dr nanetta Payne. give me some hand claps out there if you're listening yay <laughs> i will toot my horn uh, i will let my light shine you know miranda this morning um, I got up and, and, you know, I'm always reminded, the birds remind me that no matter what's going on in and around me, um, to allow my light to shine, to allow my voice to sing, the birds every single day, they have a song to sing. And that is how I choose to live my life really is, um, and, 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 and really having a song is just being you. And so... Um, through the work that I've done with myself is I'm more comfortable being myself. And I think probably one of the things that you felt around me was um, a space of authenticity. Yes. Because that is what I teach, so that is what I must embody. So, yeah, I have some fun. I call myself a mental, spiritual practitioner, you know, the formal words. Uh, I'm a licensed clinical psychologist. I'm a spiritual life coach. I'm an ordained minister of spiritual consciousness. I'm a healer. I'm a teacher. I'm a lover. I'm a friend. I am Diane Payne's daughter. Mm. I am Adrian Omar and OT's sister. Mm. I am Alex Payne's mother. Um, I am courageous. I am strong. I am loving, I am kind, I am gentle, I am all of these things, right? Mm -hmm. And above all, I am a child of God, his beloved daughter, to whom he is well pleased. And so 
um, you know, really now more than ever, my sister Miranda, it is important for me to remember who I am as I, as we move through this unprecedented time. Yes. You know, uh, there's a lot of, um, for some, um, struggle. You know, I've hearing some of my clients of, of, I feel lost, yeah. you know, whether they are an entrepreneur or not. This is something that, you know, we make up that we know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But the truth, the is, truth is we don't. We don't. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And and I want to get into that absolutely with this episode. I want to get into talking about the overwhelm that not only, of course, the listening audience here is primarily entrepreneurs and, and trying to grow businesses, but then also before they were entrepreneurs and beyond that, they're actually human beings like the rest of the world, like you said. And so everybody during this time, we're all on an even playing field when it comes to this current issue that we're facing with COVID-19. But I want to back up a little bit. First of all, you said you were all those things. You're also my friend. I just want to say that again. Yeah, she is um, my friend, everybody. I was waiting on my name <laughs> on the list, and it never came on the list. I was like, my name next, after Alex. No, nope, not after Alex. She, okay. is, she, she got is the my... God. When she got the God, I said, that's a wrap. I ain't in there. No, I'm just I love her. I know. Okay, okay. But no, seriously, I want to back up a little bit and I want to talk about before we get into because as healers, as, you know, people that give so much, we're, we we instantly and quickly shift from ourselves to helping and, and, you know, pouring into others. But I want to take this moment to talk about you for a moment. Um, not only to talk about you and, and how you got to this position of being where you are, but also uh, to talk about your experience, because what you do on this level, even as all of those titles that you listed, you operate as an entrepreneur. Am I right? Absolutely. So you move in this as an entrepreneur. And so I want to talk for a bit about your grace, you know, your you know, shifting into that. And then I want to get to this beautiful, amazing thing that you do for people. Is that I? I love it. All right. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about one, um, how you connected to this type of work. What were you doing that shifted you into this space? Okay. So what I know to be true about me is always, I've always been one who inspires, you know, with my love language is words of affirmation. Yeah. I've been affirming people ever since I was a little bitty girl. Um, That's my nature. Mm -hmm. Um, And so academically, it was only right that I would be going to counseling. And then I said, well, hey, if I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to max it out. So I went off and got my doctorate degree, had some amazing training, some amazing teachers, completed my internship at Brown, um, got out, you know. uh, I started working at a university for a while, and then I recognized, hey, you know, I think I'm ready to do my own thing. So Mm -hmm. I went out in private practice, enjoyed what I did, uh, and, right, within me, I knew something was missing. Even though, from a worldly standpoint, I had attained a certain level of success, uh, probably a lot more than anyone in my family, right? Mm. And so everybody was so proud of me, right? And I'm like, okay, 
But then, you know, what I know what it is now, my soul was still, there was something that was not completely at peace. Yeah. So one of my mentors who is, is um, I um, was at this conference and no, I take that back because conference is not what it was. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I correct that statement. Okay. It was a retreat. Mm. And it was probably about me and close to 30 other therapists, mental practitioners from all over the world who were, you know, I, I'm sure they had a, 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 an affinity toward this particular person, too. I mean, she's an awesome teacher and speaker and healer. So, you know, because, again, I'm this studious um, therapist, I'm going to go so I can get information to bring back yeah. to my people. Mm-hmm. Well, my sister Miranda, it was probably less than 30 minutes in this retreat. Then my body started to do certain things like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. And then it dawned on me, right? Spirit had set me up mm. that I was not there for the people. I was there for me. Mm. And it was in that moment, that one-week workshop, um, where something broke open within me. And I recognized that there were some things that I needed to look at more closely within myself. Yeah. That although I had attained a certain level of worldly success, spiritually, um, there was something else missing. And mm. so it was in that, as uh, Tasha Cobbs speaks about, is that graceful breakening that happens um, that really catapulted me along my journey. And fast forward, um, I spent many, many years after that really committing to my process as I continue to do every day. Uh, I am a teacher, and teacher means to demonstrate, which means I tell people, and you say this, you know, uh, I don't just drink the Kool-Aid, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't just sell it. I drink it. Yeah. And that is um, that has really shifted who I am as a daughter, um, as a student, as a teacher, as a healer, uh, because I know from an emotional standpoint uh, what it looks like, what it feels like to do your what we call heart work. Yeah. Uh, it is not for the faint at heart. What is heart work? What mm-hmm. would you describe heart work as? Heart work is mm, is at that point in my journey, um, what I call my worldly success. It had all been driven, right, mm-hmm. and motivated from the head, which is the intellect. Mm-hmm. And we need that, right? And I discovered that from the neck down, which is my emotional body, it was dead. Mm. And because of some early experiences, which is from the wounded part of myself, in which we all have emotional wounds, yeah. Um, I suppress that, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because, again, with, when we're working with those wounds, we suppress things so we can survive. The little one does. Yeah. And so what happened, I got so far, right, mm-hmm. and I couldn't run anymore. Because as 
it relates to the awakening, the ascension process, the transformation, which we're all doing, right? We just forget it, <laughs> you know, and then something like this happens and you realize, wait a minute, yeah. there's something else happening. So, you know, to be able to, the heart had to begin to open up again so that I could really, really do the work that I believe that God has anointed and ordained me to do, but be, to be able to do it now with emotional integrity. Yeah. Um uh, and I love it. And, and again, I love my work and I love my business. I am my business and yeah. I recognize that now. So there's no separation. So um, it's way more fun. Um, and again, it's a humbling experience to be able to know, you know, what it feels like to sit on the other side of the couch. Absolutely. So at what point was the retreat the turning point for you um, in your business or were you already practicing at that point and then the retreat happened and then the awakening Beautiful. for you started to happen at that moment or did the business part come after that? Beautiful. Yes, I was already, I already had my own practice. I was already functioning as an entrepreneur. Right. Um, and, you know, you know, as it relates to, I'll use your word, branding, the branding that I have now Oh, it's totally different than back then. But in order for me to get to that place, Miranda, something had to break within me. Mm -hmm. Because I, I offer my clients, um, you know, all the time that, listen, everything that you need is already within you. Mm -hmm. But what happens is it's our unwillingness, right, to, to go to some emotional places within ourselves, right, to reveal ourselves. Because we've been told so many different things. Like, anybody that knows me now, you know, you, you know I'm, I'm spiritual. Everything that, that I do is rooted in spiritual principles. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not necessarily specifically talking about a particular religion. Right. I'm talking about that how I move and what I teach is rooted in love, compassion, right? Mm -hmm. um, um, unconditional love and all of this because I believe that when we're when we're leading from our center which is love compassion forgiveness first and foremost for ourselves then we're able to be and we're able to move more gracefully through life right mm. even when you know something happens that we don't know what this is yeah. but when we're when we can stand in the principle of trust then we know that a higher power loves us so much he has already said, she has already said that she would take care of us. Mm -hmm. you know, but again, that has to, barriers have to come down, yeah. right, um, in order for us to be in a place to be able to come back to our center, right? Mm -hmm. And remember, right, it's always to awaken because most of the time we sleep anyway. Yeah. yeah. How, how do you start that? Like as before we get into, you know, living life and trying to move through it gracefully and somebody out there is probably saying, you know, I have so much, yeah. but I feel like I have so much to remove and I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do first that I just feel completely bombarded with emotions. I don't feel like I can control the way that I feel when I wake up in the morning. Where would someone start this process? What, what's the first thing? You know, one of the first things that I offer my clients is at the beginning of each day, right, with if you can trust 
And this is what I trust and know, because everybody that comes to me has some type of spiritual foundation. Now, they may have different religions and they may worship differently. However, they have something where they are in tune to their spiritual nature. Yeah. So they, those are the people that usually come to me. I would say establish you a spiritual practice early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to use the word spiritual, just say a practice, okay. right? A, a practice that supports you in returning Right. To, to being able to get back into your body. Mm-hmm. You know, we have become so externally focused. Mm. And what I mean by that is we have we don't trust ourselves anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we look to people to tell us what to eat, how much to eat, well, what they say, how much to eat. <laughs> babies, do, babies don't know. Right. And you, yeah, if you yeah. see little babies, they'll run around and they will they may run and grab some potatoes and they'll run and they'll go laugh and they'll go over there and they'll come back and they'll get a few peas like intuitively. Yeah, they know. Yeah. And so we've become so head focused. Mm-hmm. Right. And that we have disconnected from that part of us is still there. And so having a spiritual practice, which can consist of a prayer, it consists of meditation, right? Mm-hmm. You know, some people, you know, when they hear the word meditation, it becomes daunting. It's like, oh, Lord, I'm not going to sit down all day. I, I, you know, <laughs> I can't get still. I can't get quiet. Right. My brain won't clear. My kids won't shut up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. but, but what they don't remember is that, you know, meditation allows us an opportunity to see what's going on anyway. Right? Yeah. Because we become so identified with the thought. You are not your thought. Yes. You are not your thoughts. These are thoughts. And most of them, right, are coming from a place from the subconscious mind, right? Yeah. From the wounded part of us yeah. that thinks you got to, wait a minute, defend yourself. <laughs> attack, <laughs> defend, attack, <laughs> defend, defend, attack, ah, defend. Ah, ah, Why ah. they say that? Why they look at me like that? What? Yes. <laughs> you're not your flaws. You are not your, you know, you're not your thoughts. You're not your yeah. flaws. You're not the things that people do to you. Like, listen, you're absolutely right. I talk to my clients about meditation uh, in the first session, and I talk to them about the mindfulness meditation and about meditation on the go. Because the first time I heard someone say that, it was Oprah Winfrey um, who said that. She was meditating on the way to the stage. And I was like, what, sis, how you do that? (laughs) Like, back that up. And it made me realize, you know, it made me look more into it to understanding that meditation being the practice of bringing your thoughts back when they run to your breath. And then it got, then from there, when I, the more I dug into it, it was like, oh, the breath is extremely important in this process. We don't even talk about that as much off the cuff when people think about meditation. They don't instantly go to the breath, which is the thing that does the work, right? I mean, it's all collectively working together, and the breath is so important. People just instantly go to clearing your mind, and that's really not even a part of the process when it comes to meditation. It's the controlled practice of it all. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm glad you said that that you you know honed in on meditation because so many people have it either they misunderstand it or they're trying to do it and they're not doing it right. Or when you get into the spiritual realm people are confusing meditation and prayer. Or either they're saying I'll meditate, I pray. <laughs> I, I love it and I love it yeah. and I absolutely because I, I really would like to address that now. Absolutely, Miranda. Yeah. People a lot of people do put them together. Yes. Prayer is and and I'll use cuz I believe in God, prayer mm-hmm. is speaking to God. Yes. If you can look at it like this and then the meditation is listening. Mm. 
Yes, ma'am. Say it one more time. Prayer is what is when we're speaking, we're affirming. We're affirming who we are. That's really what prayer is. It is not beseeching. You know, God has already given us everything God, God, God has to give us. It is affirming and remembering and waking up to who we are. And then meditation is listening yes. so that we can remember, right? And so that remember, because we're, we're always being guided. Because the truth is, God is always speaking. Yes. But the thing about it is. Are we listening? Are we listening? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. So let's talk about. And I don't mean, I, I feel like I cut you off. No. Okay, good. No, no. So I want to talk about what, when we think about all of this collectively that you said about aligning ourselves and, and, and tapping into our spiritual practices um, to be able to position ourselves, to be able to handle the world, how is that beneficial for moving into business? How do you feel like people can take this and take these practices and apply them to their business or help them to show up better in their business? In what way? Can you see the benefits there? Absolutely. Well, you know, as I stated earlier, this is how I move. I am my business. Yeah. I am my business. If I am well, my business is well. Right? How I be with myself Mm. is how I be with my clients. It's how I be with my business. And what I know to be true about business, it is a beautiful process of unfolding, mm-hmm. right? Um, the path is not linear. There's, you're going to get some twists and some turns, and you're going to get— So it is, <laughs> uh, once again, it is not for the faint at heart. Yeah. And so if you're willing to, to be in it in that way, then you must be willing to invest in yourself from the inside out, yeah. right? For example, um, just you're going to make some mistakes in business. But how the mistakes that I've made in business, they've, they've been learnings. And what I've discovered now, Miranda, is how I be with my mistakes, how I see them, how I perceive them to be mm-hmm. is a direct correlation to how I be with myself when I make mistakes over here, mm. when I do this over there, and, and because there's just one life. So it's not like we separate it mm-hmm. or you go to an office and I'm somebody else. No, you're really that same person yeah. because, it, again, the, the subconscious, is it's the same, right? Mm-hmm. And so my offering is... Absolutely. One must be willing. If you, if you, you know, I know it's beautiful to have your name on a, you know, on a plaque and all of that wonderful stuff. But, you know, when the dust settles and the lights go out, it's you. Right. If something's off in my business, then I got to come back to myself and say, okay, so what is going on in my mind and my consciousness? Right. That I am uh, creating this. It's all learning. It's Mm -hmm. all learning. Right. Mm hmm. That's good. I know, right? That's good. That's I good. Know. It's I... all the same. You know, it reminds me of that saying that how you are, you know, it's it's the saying that how you are with one thing is how you are with everything. With everything. Yeah. And so it, it, people really do like to separate and say, oh, well, I'm this way at work and I'm this way here. But it's the truth. You're right. How you are with one thing is how you are with everything. And if you're not, then you're somewhere you're not authentic. Absolutely. <laughs> somewhere you're not authentic. And that can get taxing after a while. 
um, to be in those spaces. So one of them has to be adjusted. Absolutely. The people now who are entrepreneurs, you know, it, you know, I offer, you know, because I, I like to look at things as, you know, to go deeper. I always tell my clients, let's elevate it. Mm-hmm. Let's just don't look at this with our human eyes, right? Because we're spiritual beings. Yeah. Let's see through this. Yeah. For example, that we've been given the divine opportunity to go home, mm-hmm. to be in the house. Yeah. Well, as I look over that, for me, my sister, what that means is to go into my own house. My business, my ministry is the house of love. That means to go into my own inner landscape, mm-hmm. right, yeah. and reexamine some things. Yeah. Because the truth is everybody had some plans before mm-hmm. this happened. You know, I had to, okay, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But when, right, mm-hmm. We were all, this is not just an America, North America thing. This is a global experience. Mm -hmm. And because I know God is in everything, I'm not saying God created, but God is in everything, which means God can can make something good out of everything. And I'm going to go in there and get mine, right? Mm -hmm. So I elevated. Okay, so let me go into my inner house and see, right? You know, okay, so, so, so what is it in me that's, Shifting, right? Mm-hmm. So that as we move forward out of this, because for for me, people are trying to do things the same. Good luck, right? right. Yeah. I mean, this. Is, so as an entrepreneur, I hope that people are spending time to really think about, you know, in their house, okay, in their inner house, how can I shift? Because every shift that I make within myself is going to affect my brand, my business, all right, mm-hmm. my personal business and my professional business, which is one. For people who are in a place, because when you get to a place of trust, right, mm-hmm. then you know that, okay, because this is what I said, you know what, God, I know you must got something really good for me. Because, see, I was thinking about that, but you're going to shift it around for me, Right. You're going to shift it around because we can, we can move from a place of more of fluidity. It's not saying that we don't get disappointed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Embrace those feelings, right? Yeah. You know, honor yourself, right? Even if you shed some tears, you know, you can, you can soothe yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then you can ask your, 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 your father to soothe you. And then after that, right, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, you, if you think about the, a, a good mom and a, and, a, and a good dad, right, you already know they got you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so so I hope, you know, from a business standpoint that people are really looking at this as an opportunity, looking at more of the possibilities in this than the limitations. Right. Absolutely. So earlier you were saying that, you know, one of the things, the best things you can do to help with overwhelm and and feeling, you know, bogged down like you can't shift is to get a spiritual practice or a practice of sorts going what is an example of what that would look like for somebody? Or, or even if you want to share your own practices or things that people can do, what does that practically look like for people? Okay. For people who just might have no clue. Okay. Great. You know, first of all, you know, I, in the mornings for me personally, I believe first, let's start this right here. Your practice gets to be personal and practical. Right. I'll offer you what mine looks like now. But no. Right. It it, it, it changes. It yeah. just depends. Right. Of, of what what I'm feeling and what what emotions are present for me. Um, I sit in meditation every morning, 30 to 45 minutes. OK. Um, I have a prayer partner. We pray every day, rain, sleet or snow. Um, and um, 
Uh, I do journal. I journal every morning. Um, you know, in the afternoon, I have some dancing because, again, I believe, you know, everything is energy yes. to making, particularly during times like this, right, when some of the, there's a lot of low vibratory energy. Mm-hmm. I believe that I am responsible uh, as an uplifter to keep the energy on the planet lifted. Yes. And so that includes all dancing. sorts of things. Now, what right? kind of music are you listening to Girl, when you dance? I want to hear. I listen to all sorts of things. You know, <laughs> I love gospel. I love R&B. I love songs. Rap. What are you listening to now? What, what was the last thing you danced to? Okay, so yesterday I was listening to a little baby face. Okay. I like Je- Jeffrey Osborne. You know, I, it's just all kind of stuff. It's Jeffrey Osborne, all kind of stuff. She's telling me to put my mic because, you know, I just be floating. You keep you know. it further and further away from the mic. I'm like, come on back. Now, your your, your waves then went all the way up and you got back in line with I'm going to watch my waves. Okay. No, don't watch it. Don't watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna spray you with this Lysol. I know. Back over. We got everything in here. I tell you, but yeah. So I offer again. Yeah. Make your. It's a practice, yeah. and, and and the intention of the practice is is to come back. Like the meditation. Meditation. The ultimate goal for meditation is to support us in being present. Absolutely. Period. That's yeah. it. Because the truth is, um, we've been given the opportunity to come home. I believe is because we're missing a lot of things. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we're missing. Um, We've been away from our families too long. The things that are what we say are the most important to us. And yet, you know, our actions are not always in alignment with what we say is important. So this is an opportunity to reexamine how we're living and how we're being with ourselves and, and each and every other soul on the planet. Absolutely. I love that. I love, love that. Thank you for sharing your personal uh you know, practice with us. We I really appreciate that because you didn't have to do that. You know, I, I wanted to have this this podcast in particular and bring you on because, you know, of course, you know, we keep going back to it, but we can't help it because this is our current state and talking about the conditions with COVID-19 and how it has jolted, you know, our lives in such a way. But I know that I recognize that with my clients that I've had more clients that needed um, what felt more like life coach guidance, prior to getting to the business side. Um, there have been quite a few situations with clients where before we get into it, you know, we have to get to something else. We got to get to the, like you say, the heart of the matter. The, and, and I can always recognize the heart issues. And more times than not, recently, since I've been doing these virtual sessions, I, and I'm, I'm, I thank God that I'm sensitive enough to be able to make that shift and to see that, wait, before I keep moving forward with business as usual, I feel like we need to stop right here because I feel like there's something else that we need to address. So let's talk about that and what's going on. And I've just been I'm so grateful that people are sharing those spaces and moments with me, uh, clients that are trusting me enough to let me into, you know, uh, personal matters that are happening with them. But I recognize, excuse me, I recognize the connection um, to the spiritual, mental, emotional balance that is so necessary for you to be successful in your business, for you to excel, for you to feel fulfilled, for you to feel like you're on the right path moving and and to be able to just get anything done. But like you said, it's not just with the business, in your home, in your life, with your spouse, with your friends. If you aren't aligned, like you said, and, and going within to find that stillness and find that balance, then everything in your life can be short-circuited. You know, you, know, you start losing houses. Um you know, it's a, um, oh, man, I wish I could remember the name of that children's movie. 
Um, oh, with the little emotions, like uh, all of the emotions are happening, and then all the houses start falling. Shoot, me and my son watch this this show. Uh, this movie, Inside Out. Inside Out. Yay. Look at that. Come on, come on, <laughs> child. You better know this movie. <laughs> yes, Inside Out. Where you know, but the whole premise of that movie was so beautiful because it really, basically, the messaging in it was: if you don't allow yourself to feel every emotion then you, your system could collapse. It's dishonoring. It's dishonoring. And in the movie, if you're not familiar with it, what was happening was joy, you know, there's joy, anger, you know, you know, fear, and um, there's sadness. And what joy was trying to keep sadness quiet the whole time during the movie. Oh, sadness was just had her blanket. She just, uh, she just was just, she just depressed. Looking. She like, was right? just depressed. <laughs> Wanting to be a part of stuff. And Joe's like, no, 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 you go over there in the corner. Don't talk. Don't touch nothing. And because she wouldn't allow the child to feel jo- sadness, everything else crumbled. And you're right. It's 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 dishonoring, you know. Um, it reminds me of, um, you know, the, that time I was listening to the uh, TED Talk by Brene Brown. And she said that, you know, if you mute one emotion, basically you, 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 you mute them all. You can't not feel anger, hurt, sadness, and pain if you try to, you know, smutter smother smutter wait wait if you try to you know block out those emotions then you're just going to block them all out happiness joy fulfillment you know and so i really believe that this is so important and necessary for entrepreneurs to really find the spiritual balance to take time because it is important and vital to your success to have some type of practices that you put in place for yourself because sometimes we can be so business driven that we forget about ourselves and we feel like it's it's the thing to do. We feel like that's the sacrifice we need to make in order for our businesses to be successful. But like you said, I want to use your words, it's actually dishonoring your businesses when you don't take the time to pour into yourself and to sit still. You're actually setting yourself up to have problems in the long run for your business when you don't get enough rest, when you don't make time to find balance for yourself. And I think it has become such a trendy thing to be on this grind mode. You know, I don't sleep and, you know, I'm up late and I'm always up. It it feels like for some reason, I think it it becomes this thing to say to make other people feel like you're actually putting in the work, you know. But the reality is it takes more strength to sit still. It takes more courage. It takes more discipline. And, it, and, and the thing to do to actually make your business successful, to, to have that mindset shift, that is actually sleeping more. It's actually being quiet more. It's actually taking more breaks from your business is the thing you need to do in order to make your business thrive, you know? To compare it to something that's really interesting, that's one of the things, you know, you know, as a brand strategist, I'm always playing around with marketing ideas and social media stuff. And and really, I'm really now getting into the space. You know, a lot of people are pushing, show up on social media every day, every day, bang, 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 you know, post something every day. But then I'm finding that sometimes when I take a day or two break and then I come back, my engagement is higher. <laughs> my content is clear. You know, it's more crisp. And people feel like you have to go, 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 go all the time. But sometimes when you pace yourself and pull back, it makes things better. And so I think today, really, your the things you spoke about today really prove that and show that. And I think it's so necessary. Um, I want to ask you um, a question. What are you 
because I like to know, you know, get insight into my guests and the people that are here. I want to ask you a few questions. So I played this game called So. I have this card game called So. It's random questions. But before I get to the So questions that are like really unique questions, I want to ask you, what are you, you told me what you're listening to music wise, but what are you reading? What's the, 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 the thing either you're currently reading or you can share something that you read that absolutely altered your, your, your life and your being. One of my favorite all time books uh, that speaks to where we are now on the planet is a book called Love Without Conditions. Mm-hmm. It is by Paul Farini. Um, sometimes we forget, uh, my sister, why we're really here. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a beautiful reminder of um, who we are, mm. who we really are. You know, hearing you speak about, you know, one of the reasons that I find is that we, uh, you know, we say we get caught up and I'm going to do and I'm going to work right. hard and I write, right? Particularly in the Western society, which is also, um, I think um, spread globally now is is that our worth somehow has been confused with, you know, how much we can do or how much money we have or who we know. Um, And so we attach our worth and our value to what we can do and the so-called worldly rewards. And then we get to a spot, we get in trouble, right, when things look different, Okay, and I really, really speak to your audience, the entrepreneurs now, because many people, uh, I, I know what it's like, you know, when, you know, two months have gone by and many people have, um, you know, their income may have shifted a bit over yeah. these last couple of months, depending upon what their business is. And so they will be, they will be tested. Mm. But, um, you know, when you can get to a more solid place of, regardless of what's in your bank account, regardless of how many clicks you got and likes you got (laughs) and all of that wonderful stuff, uh, when you can, you know, really be sure and confident in who you are, right, Uh, without the yays and all of that, then you know that you will be able to stand the test of time in your business and in all of you, all of your affairs. So I, I think this is a very exciting time to be able to look at, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, are, are you doing it for the likes? Yes. Or, or as Sam Smith says, are you doing it for the love? It's I a, do it for the love. <laughs> it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. It's a game changer when you make that shift. You know, I, I was sharing with the client recently. We were, she was talking about more engagement. And one of the things that she wanted in, in to get out of the sessions was to figure out how to have more engagement with her audience on social media. And there was a moment during our sessions where I shared with her. I said, you know, it's really interesting, this attachment we have to the, like you said, the likes and the validation that comes with getting engagement and clicks on social media. I said, but let me share something with you about my business and the growth. I said, and let me use you as an example, because I know you personally, you know, I mean, she wasn't somebody that was a stranger that had found me. She was somebody that I'm associated with that, you know, I, you know, I know in this uh, from the, around the city. And I said, you know, you follow me on social media. And I almost kind of forgot that you follow me on social media. I said, because you hardly, you hardly 
hardly ever pop up in my notifications. Now, I get a lot, but, you know, usually when the people that I know pop up, that kind of draws my attention. I said, you hardly ever, if I'm not, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I might be missing it, but you probably hardly ever click like on anything of mine, right? And I don't take it personally, but I want to use you as an example. And she was like, yeah, you're right. She said, "I, I kind of do a lot of looking. I said, but yet, here you are sitting in front of me, right? And so I think for us, we kind of attach this instant gratification of people clicking and liking and boosting us up. And we equate that to not only our value and our worth, but we equate that to, oh, this is how we get people to do business, how I know people want to do business with me. I said, majority of the people that I have gotten as clients, there are a lot of clients that when I ask them, how did they find me? They say, I've been following you for a while on social media. And I think to myself, I didn't even know you existed because you never comment, you never say anything you never like anything. And I think I really want people to start to disconnect that attachment to that instant like, because that stuff is really for us. It's it's for us to, to it's an exterior validation of, oh, it, you know, but it's, it's false because most of the people that's clicking and liking and talking and doing all this talking on my stuff, they're never going to book with me. <laughs> the people who are super supportive, they're usually the ones that aren't paying. Um, and then the ones that have been watching, you know, the time frame for somebody to watch you in your business ideally is about six to nine months. People will look and lurk and watch and follow you for six to nine months sometimes before they make a decision and actually act on it and move forward. So I just want to encourage people, like you said, to piggyback off that, to disconnect from that instant and if gratification. You, and if you find yourself... Because it's seductive, right? Yeah, I mean, always hey, sexy. It's everybody sexy. wants to be liked, yeah. right? Everybody yeah. wants to be liked. And, you know, this is the part where you get to be really, really honest with yourself, yeah. right? Of yeah. how much of that is driving your business, what you say yes to, what you mm. say no to. Because early on in my business, right, you know, that was the beauty of getting to this place where I had to stop. Yeah. I had to stop because it was becoming very inauthentic. Mm. You know, I was mm. practicing like everybody else I thought. This yeah. is what you're supposed to do. And had I been still practice, practicing in that way, I probably, probably would have left the profession. Oh, and goodness. I would have blamed it on something else. Oh, I just don't like them. And do, 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 do. But the truth was, right, there was fear. Right. So so I had these layers from my heart had to be removed that it was safe to be me. Right. Mm. I'm this spiritual, exciting, joy filled, like gangster, loving, gentle (laughs) practitioner. Right. Because, you know, but and and right. I just didn't I didn't wake up like this. There were things Mm. that happened early on. Right. Yeah. That made me interpret, believe nobody said it wasn't safe. Right. But the little ones. Right. Mm. That's not safe to say that. It's not safe to do that. Mm. So we'll put on all of these masks. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know who I was. So I offer that to your audience is that when you find yourself right of you turn on your social media and you don't have no likes, you don't (laughs) need all this stuff. And oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. I'm just not going to do this anymore. Challenge yourself, right, to go in and your practice, you know, start writing about it. Just write about how you felt, like you said, with the movie Inside Out, right? To be emotionally honest, to have emotional integrity is to say, right, right now I'm feeling very, very angry. Yeah. Right? I had all of these clients scheduled and now I don't... 
to be with that, right? Now, now again, we still have responsibility, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm responsible as to what I do with my feelings and my emotions, right? Yeah. I'm responsible for, for you know, to, for containing this. Yeah. And, and being with this and working through my own process. And if need be, you know, bring in some support. Yeah. It's okay. Like your shirt says, therapy, it's sexy, it you is. know. Yeah. It really is because I feel more sexier than I have in my life. Listen. And I know that's a function of my ability to give myself permission to be myself, to be my business, mm-hmm. no matter what forum i'm in absolutely that's sexy absolutely all right well that we could go on and on i know we can we we, we need a part (laughs) we need a part two so you just gonna have to come back at another date and we're gonna pick this back up i love it but i want to ask you this question so this is a random question this has nothing to do with nothing okay Okay. this fun question so this is this is my soul card okay you know i like to throw at my guests so if every human i was debating between two questions but i'm gonna ask you this (laughs) So if every human came with a warning label, what would your what would Dr. Nanetta Payne's warning label say? Oh. <laughs> wow. If every human came with a warning, mm-hmm. um, no matter what I say, no matter what I do, right? Really, all I really want is for you to love and accept me. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So please, please treat me kindly. Please. I love please. It. Speaking yeah. of treating me kindly, how can we support you? I know you have this amazing book. You are an author as well. Tell me about this book and how people can connect and find this book. Ah, The Love Project. Yes, I truly do believe that that's how we master our life through the power of love. Mm-hmm. You know, I know people say love. Yeah, yeah, love. I'm talking about it. Yeah. Because, it, again, you know, when we are in a space of Love, yeah, without conditions, mm-hmm. right? That a lot of these things that people are doing on the planet, it, it just wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. just would not happen. Yeah. When I feel love, I feel safe to be myself. Mm-hmm. You have created the space of love here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that I that I picked up on, right, energetically from the moment I laid eyes on you, yeah. my sister. <laughs> it was a space of safety yeah. and love. And that is really what the Love Project is about. The Love Project is it's our life, right? Mm-hmm. This is a project. We're spiritual beings having human experiences. We all have a spiritual curriculum. We yeah. all do, right? Yeah. We will fulfill feel those terms, right? You know, we may delay it a little bit, but we will fulfill those terms. So the Love Project is really, it's a a book to support people in how to move more gracefully through their lives, through the Love Project, right? We're meant to have fun. We're Mm -hmm. meant to to be ourselves authentically, express that in business and in play. You know, we're here to dance, you know, not take ourselves first so seriously. So when we do see our brothers and sisters out there saying and doing all kind of stuff, yeah. We can have compassion because we'll remember the time when we said and did all kind of things, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So Absolutely. Uh, the Love Project, you can get it on Amazon mm-hmm. um, and have fun with it. I, I would love for people to reach out to me, to connect with me, you know. Um, sometimes people are a little um, mm, skittish about, you know, 
talking to people like me, you know. Um, But it's all good. It's all fun. It's all play. You know, this stuff, yes, it gets messy. But but it's and it's fun, you know. We're all gonna win. How can people connect to you? Where can they find you? You guys come to my website, drnanettapain.com. And if you are someone who, because you know I work with people who are ready to really commit to that process, mm-hmm. you know. And if you are someone who uh, thinks that you're that you are willing and ready to take yourself on. Right. Because that's Mm -hmm. what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You're taking yourself on in a way that maybe you haven't before. I would love to be um, the person to support you along that journey. You can schedule a complimentary conversation with me if you are seriously interested in doing your work so that you can do your inner work so that you can bring this new, evolved, authentic self to your business, yeah, to every aspect of your life. I love it. I am going to put all of her information in the show notes in the podcast, so make sure that you check that, connect with her, and absolutely do that. Also, um, if you are listening, wherever you're listening to, please subscribe and share this podcast. Dr. Payne, Nanetta, my friend, it Yay. has been a great conversation. I absolutely have enjoyed every minute of this. Do you have any final words you want to leave people with before I wrap it up and we get on out of here? You know what? I have truly enjoyed um, this. Thank you for allowing me to speak, to share my light with your audience. I wish you the absolute best, right? You know what? So whoever gets to work with you, I know they have fun, right? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much, my sister, for having me. Same here. I love this energy. Guys, if you have enjoyed this podcast, and I know you did, I know you loved everything about it. Absolutely. Please follow Dr. Nanetta Payne. Connect to her the way she tells you to connect, because I'm telling you right now, her social media, she she lives (laughs) in real life. So... Find her and connect to her the way that she said, because that is absolutely the best way to connect to her is through her website and whatever we put in the show notes, connect there. Also, if you enjoyed this and you loved it and you know someone needs to hear it, please share this podcast, whether you share it on your social media and tag me in it. I would love to reshare it and connect with you. Connect with me on social media at MirandaJoiner.com. It's M-A-R-A-N-D-A-J-O-I-N-E-R. I will share her book information as well. And I want to let you know that my t-shirt that I'm wearing that we referenced a few times in here is by my dear friend, Obi West. He is the creator of this shirt. It has therapy equals sexy. Um, I The best thing I could have done in 2019 was go see a therapist. And so I reached out to him to wear and rock this shirt. So if you're interested in that i'll have that information to connect to him and you know for you to get this shirt as well ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening all you amazing entrepreneurs out there keep doing what you're doing and don't forget to invest and pour in yourself we are rooting for you i am rooting for you you got this i don't care where you are listening to this at some point you have got to go to bed so thank you for listening and god bless you good night